Welcome to Whispers to a Bride, where we talk about the stuff no one else is talking about. We are going deep on the emotional aspects of getting married, the stress, drama, and turbulence that affects your own sense of identity and your closest relationships. We are talking about what it means to be a bride and how to navigate the sacred time with more grace and ease. I'm your host, Kara Gassabe. As a life coach and therapist, I'm going to be sharing super practical tips so that you can not only rise to the occasion of your wedding, but also your life. Hello, and welcome back to Whispers to a Bride. I am your host, Kara Gassabe, your favorite life coach and bride whisperer. And before I begin, I just wanted to mention, if you are not in my Bridal Prep Academy, what are you even doing? It is the best place on the internet to get the insight, preparation, peace, calm, like confusion fixed, like clarity restored for all brides. This is the place you want to be. It's called the Bridal Prep Academy. You can find the link on my website, karamoreen.com. So inexpensive, so useful. Like you need this in the background of your wedding planning experience. Trust me, you will not regret it. It's like, you got to do it. And you can get in the Facebook group with me and get free coaching and get your questions answered and just find like-minded women who are like very into making a beautiful, fabulous day for themselves, but also care about the people involved and how they feel about it all. And what does it all mean? So do not forget to check that out. And now I am so pumped to dive in to today's topic, which is the dress, like the dress. It needs its whole episode. It could have more than one. I am so passionate about the wedding dress, especially the shopping moment as like one of the major moments where all of the pressures that are unique to a bride sort of come together and converge like in this one moment. And I think it's just, again, it's one of those moments that like you think about as a child and you see sort of iterations of it in the media. And of course there's the show Say Yes to the Rest. I don't know. Now that there's all this streaming and like people are so much more selective, like when I was younger, it was like you would flip between TLC and Bravo and like you would watch Say Yes to the Dress. I was obsessed with that show. And I think this show has been on and been so successful because it is that sort of sweet spot of so much potential drama and heartache and heartbreak, but also triumph and also mother-daughter moments and friendships and and style and consumerism. And it's all the things, right? And I think that's, it's just so poignant. And I was always very interested in that show. And it's funny how like later it's become obviously more clear to me why it wasn't just about the pretty dresses, even though, oh my gosh, how do you not be obsessed with all those gowns? But it's all of this sort of undercurrents that are happening that make that show really have the longevity, I think, that it has. So I want to just go over all those sort of various things that are happening to a woman as she is buying this dress that make it 
such a surreal moment that can be very stressful while also having the potential to be very, very poignant and beautiful and meaningful. And guess what? Spoiler alert. It can be all of that at once. It can be heartbreaking and stressful and overwhelming and also poignant and memorable. There's this bittersweet quality to the dress shopping that I think is also very much in the wedding day itself. There's a lot happening. It's not, and we want to tell ourselves that it's all sweet, but there is that bitter too. And frankly, we need the bitter to appreciate the sweet. Okay. So, so passionate about the wedding dress moment. One of the things, and I'm probably not even going to list all of them, but I just wanted to like highlight a few so that you could see maybe what's underneath your wedding dress shopping overwhelm. One of them is the center of attention, right? You picture the woman like getting up on that pedestal thing and like a three-sided mirror and the crew of people watching, the friends, maybe a sister-in-law, your mother, maybe your mother-in-law, like whoever you brought along with you, the sorority sisters, like some people bring so many people and sort of standing up there in this dress, like having all the eyes on you. Then you're thinking about all the eyes in you at the wedding and walking down the aisle and everybody like the big reveal of you and your dress and what do you look like? Like that just center of attention energy can be really hard for some brides. For some of you, it's like this is the moment you have been waiting for, like back up. But for others, it's very jarring and it's very unnerving and it might really hit you in a way that you weren't prepared for. The second thing, obviously, is the money. Like, Dresses cost so much money. They just do. They're probably one of the more, if not the most expensive single garments that you have purchased in your life that far, unless you're one of those beauty queen, beauty pageant girls, because they tend to have like already bought like pricey dresses. But for many people, this is the most expensive garment purchase of their life, which just adds a lot extra pressure, right? It makes a decision. It just ups the ante on the whole thing. And the money right? Then just triggers the whole expense of the entire wedding and how overwhelming and burdensome the whole thing can be and your feelings about money. And are your parents buying the dress for you? Are you saving up for the dress? What are like, are your friends compelled to like chip in because they see you fall in love with a dress that like you can't afford? Are you going to make changes to your wedding plans because you want to spend more on your dress? And like a lot goes on with the money and the dress shopping. And there's a historical element to that as well. Like historically, the Brides were dressed in the most luxurious fabrics and furs of all colors, which before Queen Victoria made the white dress like really sort of the gold standard. It was like pile on all the luxury because you're representing your family in public. And so you wanted to show off like the wealth and the success of your family. So it wasn't even just about you. It was about like the whole burden of like your family and like showcasing their value and their worth, which is like a whole other thing. And so just the idea of the luxury aspect and the money aspect really is heightened during this dress buying experience. And then there's just your style, right? You go into these bridal boutiques and you're supposed to know like, are you a boho bride or a glam bride? Or like, do you want the trumpet? Do you want the ball gown? Do you want a reception dress? What's your style? Are you modern? Are you classic? Are you like, it's a lot. And a lot of women I think are overwhelmed by it. For the women who aren't super obsessed with their personal style, it can be like, what? I haven't really put that much effort or thought into that, sort of conceiving myself like that. But then for the ones who are super 
into fashion and really have worked on honing their personal style, it can also be stressful in the other way because you're like, I've got to make sure that this dress really represents me and shows my best, you know, style moment. And there's just a ton of pressure on picking that one dress that like can really symbolize your perfect style. It can also be hard because it's so different than your sort of streetwear, right? These gowns, like we're not used to like walking around in long gowns all the time. And so it can be hard to translate your style that way. And of course, right after style is beauty. So many women have hinged their beauty on their bridal moment. They have told themselves that they will be their most beautiful on their wedding day. They have told themselves they'll never look better than they do in their wedding dress. And that's a lot of pressure, right? You got to have the right hair, skin, figure, like a lot has to be going on to have your most beautiful moment. You can't really plan for your most beautiful. I mean, you could do a lot, like get all the Botox, lift all the weights, do all the things, but it's just, there's that pressure. I think that women really start to feel like, I got to be pretty. I got to be beautiful. The term beautiful bride, it's like, it goes together and it's a whole thing. Of course, the beauty standards that we put on women in the society in general, boom, it just really coalesces in this sort of bridal moment. And that can just add a ton of stress to a woman getting married, which is going to then negatively impact your beauty when you don't feel good. It's hard to look good. But so the beauty thing just becomes like very magnified which then is closely related to the weight issue, right? There's entire gyms and personal trainers that are just targeted for brides. I think that tells you all you need to know about that. We already know what sort of the dominant paradigm in our society is about women's bodies. It is definitely changing. It's so great. There's so much more expansive sizing in the bridal industry, but it's still intense when you go in there and they've got the sample sizes that like fit very few people. And so then they're like clipping it and it can just be very triggering if you have suffered with any insecurities around your weight, or it could start you down that path, right? Because wearing a big, huge white dress is going to give you a little like different angle on your body that like might be very disorienting and then cause you to be overly focused on your weight. And I just know so many brides who have almost ruined their entire engagement obsessing about their weight. And I think having the perfect weight for the perfect dress on the perfect day is just a road to nowhere, but it's a very real thing for a lot of women. Then there's just this idea that there's going to be this magic moment when you put on the perfect dress that you'll just know, and then you'll cry and then your mom will cry and then everybody will cheer. And then you'll say yes to the dress and there will be this magical moment. And I think that is so fun and that's so cool. And I think it definitely happens for some people but it doesn't happen for everyone. And I just don't want you to think there's something wrong if you don't have that kind of moment, if that is not how you make your decisions, if that's not how you approach shopping, like whatever it is, I just think it adds to the intensity and the stress and the pressure when you think you're waiting for this magic moment. Same thing can happen on the wedding day. If you're waiting for this weird feeling state that you've never had before, you're going to be just like chasing your tail, right? Like you can't chase happiness and magic and that like hard to pin down feeling that like everyone wants, like you just have to really be in the moment and really be yourself and really be honest and be open to the magic, but don't necessitate the magic. Don't try to create it and don't be upset if you feel like it eludes. That's the thing. And I think so many women get themselves all jacked up and will try on 200 dresses 
chasing a feeling that is never going to come because that's not how they operate or that's not how they have set themselves up to allow that kind of thing in. Also, it's just like, take it away. We don't need that. Your magic moment could be something totally different than like the dress moment. Like I had a, like a magic moment at my cake tasting. So like the dress thing wasn't even it for me. So don't count on it and don't like be obsessed with that. And then finally, and most importantly, maybe the relationships, right? When you put that dress on and you look in the mirror, there's your relationship with yourself. Who are you in this moment? Who did you think you were going to be? That whole identity crisis that I talk about for a lot of women, it can initiate when they put that dress on, what is happening? And then the reality of it all starts to set in. And then there's what's going on with those people who you brought with you. Are your friends the supportive people that you want them to be, need them to be? Are they showing up for you in the way that you hoped? Is your mother like, is she being who you need her to be? Or are you guys getting locked into some kind of like argument that is like dates back to like when you're shopping for your homecoming dresses and having the same arguments about, I want you in this style. I like this style. And what's going on with all those relationships? And are we able to support each other and be real with each other? And it can just be a real lot. And that's again, why that show is so successful. Cause we saw some like really tough stuff go down in the relationships, right? Whether it was calling dad, asking for more money, or whether it was a mom who was just being super critical of her daughter. And you could just tell that this was just a sad sort of storyline in their relationship that you were seeing on full display in this bridal moment when it was like the last thing that bride really wanted. So anyway, I've gone on forever. I could talk about the dress moment forever. It is such a big one, but I hope just me teasing out some of these little subplots can help you be a little more aware of like, okay, what's really going on in this moment? Cause there could be a lot of things. So hopefully that helps. If you need me, you know, I'm here, book a call. Trust me. You want it. You need it. You deserve it. KaraMaureen.com and join the Barrel Pepper Academy Buy yourself a copy of the book all the ways I can support you. I am trying to throw everything at you. I am wishing you nothing but bridal bliss.